Welcome to Three Devs and a Maybe, the podcast series for beginner web developers and general web enthusiasts. Now introducing your show hosts, Michael Budd, Fraser Hart, Lewis Keynes, and Ed Mann. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Mike, Ed, Fraser, and Lou are proud to bring to you the greatest podcast in the world. The greatest podcast in the world. Three devs and a maybe. All right, guys, how's it going? All right, mate. Sorry, that was a bit over the top. I don't quite know what to say to that. That was yeah. uh, amazing. You did kind of, pro- kind of preface for uh, an interesting intro. We weren't expecting yeah. that. It was good, though. Enjoyed it. Ah, thanks. Yeah. That, was, uh, that was different. Yeah. yeah, I'll be off now. See ya. <laughs> you fulfilled your, uh, yeah, your duties for the day. I've burnt yeah. out already. <laughs> So that was different. That's probably get, that's probably going to lose us most of the listeners. But... It, just, it kind of made me think of that. We had that tweet recently, didn't we? That guy was like, yeah, check out the podcast. Uh, the accents were a bit weird, but stick with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. Just yeah, we're trying to accommodate that person now. Yeah, pressure through the accents, you know, they're, they're yeah, nightmares. He's got, yeah. Then we had that email and the bloke said that he liked our accents. I know, he, the reason why he said yeah. 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 Well, thank yeah. you very much, sir. That's ever so terribly kind of you. Yeah. 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 Indubitably. <laughs> Awfully, terribly kind. Oh, dear. We don't actually speak like that. I don't know why people think that we do. Well, some people it's like, do. cup of tea, cup of tea and a biscuit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I never said that. <laughs> oh, 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 let's go see the Queen. Oh, oh. Sorry. Uh, Shocking. Anyway, carry on, people. Um, Possibly the most random two minutes of podcast since mm. we started doing these things. How are you doing, Lou? Yes. I'm very well, thank you. How are you guys? Got a bit of a sore throat after my rock impression just now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm good. You guys all alright? Yeah. yeah. How's your week been? My week's been alright. I'm still working from home and currently juggling one, two, three, four projects. Wow. So wow. constantly, um, yeah, I've got about eight or nine Sublime text windows open at the moment, constantly fluctuating from one to the other, <laughs> responding to various emails and bits and yeah. bobs. I think keeping <laughs> you busy then. Oh, definitely busy. Yeah, I've got um, a little site that's cropped up this week that needs to be done for the weekend. So that's the the main thing that's keeping me busy at the moment. But other various projects ongoing. So yeah, all good. Can't complain. Certainly not. Certainly not quiet. Things. Are you still be loving the the working from home thing? I uh, yes, I have to admit I am. It's, <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like it. It's uh, I do kind of miss it as well i can't yeah you know, i'm on equal sides really we're, we're going yeah. into our new office the week after next and uh i'm looking forward to that definitely into the, yeah moving to tumbridge that'll be good oh, but ed's neck of the woods yeah tumbridge yeah so yeah so yeah no it's nice working from home it's nice um being able to work in your pants all day not that i do <laughs> but if i want to of course to, you don't of course not well this skype window kind of says otherwise Lewis. Uh, yeah <laughs> didn't, want to, uh, didn't want to mention that you were actually showing us on webcam but you know yeah for for listeners uh lewis is just sat there in a pair of wife fronts at the moment it's pretty yeah beautiful <laughs> it's just pretty when, really when do you want them back yeah. fraser uh, anytime, though. you can keep them if you like. Sure. like Please keep them now. Yeah, they weren't that clean when I gave them to you anyway. So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> dear, oh, dear. Anyway, how are you guys? Very Ed. good. Uh, I'll go, very I'll good. go left or right on my screen. Oh, yeah, I'm technically the host now, aren't I? You are. Yeah. You're the hostess Brandon. with the mostess. Yeah. Or the host how are you, the sir? Most. I'm good, man, yeah. Uh, work's going all right. Um, I'm working on... The, the app stuff's kind of taken a backseat at the moment to working on some stuff that needs to be done before the busy month of January. Uh, that seems to be like the hot month for us, uh, for our, our like working area. Well, 
Yeah. Anyway, so what, <laughs> what we do, you know, I was trying to think of a technical business word to say for it. Our demographic or something like that, you know, our, you know. The keys you know what I've, you know what I've gauged already? We're, we're definitely far better doing these on Sundays than weekday yeah. evenings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think... I th- remember the, do you remember the uh, Forgotten Second episode? It's not yeah. lost, it's just heavily edited. Yes. That's got it. Oh, Whoa. there's George. So we can edit that out as well. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, George. I keep it in. <laughs> I reckon we should try and play a game show that incorporates that. That's like your buzzer. Oh, George. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so I've been working on a lot of Symphony 2 stuff this week, uh, lots of tweaks and stuff like that, and it's going really well. Um, I need to put you on the spot here. Put me on the spot, go for it. Are you Are you now... Uh, George, George's. In, no, fact, in fact, I prefer George's question. Come yeah. George, come here. Okay, yeah, this bit's going to need... Who's a dog? Who's your boo? Hello, Poochie. Oh, so anyway, yeah, sorry. carry on. Uh, no, sorry about that. You're... Um, symphony man these days so are you no longer considering yourself a laravel man have you jumped have you jumped the fence i am a man just a man uh i i don't really class like see the thing is is like i know you get you can get very attached to frameworks and stuff but i don't know like i think it's the right tool for the right job like right tool for the right job the right tool for the job really you know like because Something like you would use Laravel if you wanted to whip up a quick site, maybe, but then you'd maybe use Symphony more if you had a bigger application that you were going to use, you know, carry on and maybe, you know, invest a lot more time into. So mm. I think I think something like Laravel still has its place, definitely. But for like bigger projects, I do see the benefit in Symphony and how it's how it's structured and, and the thought behind it and stuff. It's it's a very much a um well, a lot of the stuff, like I mean, stuff like the authentication part of it, is taken from Spring in, J- in the Java world, so it's got more of a commercial feel to it. I've been cool. trying to test it in that. So, yeah, I think I would say I'm probably then a switched over, but only for the case that I'm actually at the moment, which is building, you know, a big application. But if I was building, you know, sites like CRUD sites and stuff, you know, like for you know, like agency, where I, I think Laravel is brilliant for that. Yeah, Symphony seems to be more of a framework for for the big companies, doesn't it? Seems to be a lot bigger big project. Companies. Yeah, bigger projects and stuff. I mean, you can use it for smaller projects, but then it's that funny thing because um, we in house we had the the idea like so we're building an API for the mobile site, and we were kind of thinking about using something called like Silex, which is like a small, uh, it's like you know, slim. Slim framework, slim PHP. Yeah. yeah, so quite a simple routing, well, routing, I'm sound American, a simple routing, like, uh, well, framework, Didn't pretty we much. have someone on the podcast, like a guest one time, who was talking about that they used it? Uh, Silent. Oh, yeah, Silent. So, yes. Um, so, so yeah. uh, Bo Simonson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he uses it, yeah, for his, his apps. And it's really useful and really good, and you can expand it and stuff. But... We were kind of thinking, well, actually, we're going to end up building quite a big application in it. We might as well just go to Symphony now. So it's one of those things where you could progress to Symphony, or you could just start off with it if you know that you're already going to have a big enough project. So we started using Silex, but actually, we've now had a. We're going to invest some time into actually put moving it to Symphony. We shouldn't be too hard, but yeah. So it, it's really again like it's choosing the right tool. That's the, for the job. Yeah, for the job. That's really the the crux of it. Good, good, Fraser. How are you, sir? Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, Are we allowed discussed... to share your news? Or... Yeah, no, absolutely. I was just about to say, I've not really shared my uh, my big, big big news so far. I've uh, taken a new job up in London, so I will be... Woohoo! 
just over a week <laughs> left at my current position, and then I'll be moving into well, moving into an office. I'm not going to be living there, but I'm going to be uh, moving jobs into an office which is just around the corner from where for where you get, it's. Do you get many live-in web dev jobs? Yeah. Not that I've I don't know. I, yeah, kind of. It'd be nice. The price of living up in London is going to be quite extortionate. So like, hopefully, I'll be able to get like a you know like a toilet store to sleep in or something. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. but no, so it's really good news because it's uh, it's a purely front-end job, which is awesome because front-end is what I enjoy and what I kind of. I want to say special well, yeah it's what i want to specialize in and it's kind of what i'm naturally better at as well so for me it's absolutely absolutely perfect and it's uh yeah really looking forward to it it's a company that builds online gaming platforms like online gaming is in gambling and stuff so like bingo and blackjack and all this kind of stuff so it's it's kind of that's a bit of a bonus as well because i kind of enjoyed the kind of the theory behind gambling and all that kind of stuff yeah, so that's all that's all interesting for me unethical implications for Legal building gambling. that site there Re- absolutely yeah if, that's the thing because, you, because they you, deal with with gaming and stuff like i have to go and have like a, a criminal record check and all this kind of really? stuff and uh, yeah so it's, it's it's really cool so i've not had that yet and it's going to come back clean create but, your own <laughs> very special uh, quote unquote winners login absolutely yeah exactly yeah. a super user account <laughs> no like his yeah. name yeah. is fraser win jackpot every time <laughs> every single time every single and retire time. early but notice yeah so that's all, all really exciting and good so i've got next week and the remainder of this week left in the current in the office currently and then i'll leave the day of the christmas party at my current job and then i've got Are the weekend in the start. i am going to that yeah confirmed today yeah. that i was still invited to that um yeah because there's nice. kind of questions up in the air um and then yeah so i've got the weekend off and then literally straight into the new job so i've got about a week and a bit before christmas of, of working there and then obviously a few days off over Christmas with bank holidays and stuff. So I'm kind of, I was saying to these guys earlier, like it, I like the way that it's that I'm going into it because it kind of means that I've got a week and a little bit of when you, when it's like I'm comfortable and I'm like the new guy and stuff. And then everyone goes away for a few days for Christmas and then comes back and then like hopefully I'm no longer the new guy there anymore. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to to getting started. But it's a, a bit of a, an upheaval because I'm going to have to end up moving up there at some stage soon as well. So are you, yeah, you, you going to be commuting then daily? Is that uh, originally I'm going to be commuting, yeah, because yeah. it's only what 45, 50 minutes yeah. from um, from South uh, Southborough from uh, Highbrooms. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, going to do that initially, and then get myself moved up there, looking wow. at Greenwich maybe. So Greenwich, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, centre of the world, man. Centre of the world. How are your um, How are your final days being spent where you are at the moment? Are you? They are. You doing- are- Fine, yeah, kind of working on the same project I've been working on for ages. I've talked about the the kind of the .NET project for the big car manufacturer. Um, I'm not really enjoying working in .NET to be honest with you, and it's it's just because I'm not used to it, and it's I've not had the chance to to lay foundations in in C sharp. So it's kind of like, oh well, here's a project, like in you go and, and modify this. So it's been a bit of a struggle and stuff that you used to take in half a day is taking two and a half three days just because you're trying to learn everything as you go along. It's, um, it's harder not being a greenfield project, isn't it? And if you're having to learn it, like because it's brownfield, exactly. Really, yeah, having to deal with that. Brownfield, I've never brownfield, heard that brownfield, <laughs> greenfield, and brownfield. Never heard that, but no, I like that. Um, and also when I went because... to Glastonbury, I was in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and no, it is, because... it is a term. It is a term. Wow. Yeah. Like, hopefully, go with that. And yeah, also you because... with your fancy words, Ed. Yeah, and because I know I'm kind of not that I'm. It's the motivation is not there to actively apply myself to learn .NET because it's something that I'm never going to have to touch again. Um, Certainly not now. Exactly, yeah. Um, so what's, so the, it's, what's the stack at the new place then? Like, what's their their, their back end is all written in in Java, so Michael would probably love that. Seriously, man. And, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's all all kind of front end stuff. So it's like obviously a, a hell of a lot of JavaScript. Um, 
and yeah they work in backbone as well so i've been kind of they, they know i've never worked in backbone before but I, i've kind of explained that to them um and they're happy to take me on with that knowledge apparently which is which is always good so i've been spending like my evenings this week and, and last week and stuff going over backbone documents documentation and kind of doing a couple of sample projects um <clears throat> still quite a lot to learn with it but yeah it's been been really good and i've been obviously because there's uh, so much javascript like my javascript's without blowing my own trumpet like it's, it's all right it's quite good um but i've been kind of trying to level up a little bit on that so i've been playing I'm a lot of code wars in a bit yeah no <laughs> please don't <laughs> I, I, like, I have a predicament know. i was speaking to you guys about this evening oh, but we'll get really? to that. oh fantastic yeah we'll have a, have a little look at that so yeah i've been spending a lot of time on on code wars just kind of trying to level up a little bit there and one of the guys at work stefan's been playing on that as well so we've kind of we've got a little bit of a competition between us so I've, <laughs> like i've left him in the office today and he's like by the time you come in tomorrow morning i'm gonna be leveled up higher than you so <laughs> so yeah i'm probably gonna do some of that tonight to try and keep him at bay because i'm slightly above him at the moment on the oh, on rankings okay. only because i've been playing it longer not because i'm a, a better javascript so uh, so what is code wars then it's just kind of it's uh, i think we've spoken about it a while ago about six months ago or something um they just give you code catters and you, you basically they give you a, a problem and some of it's kind of a language problem. Some of it's uh, like just pure maths and some of it's just pure logic and it's it kind of it's really good to because you learn you're forced to learn the language and you're forced to learn all the kind yeah. of nuances and all these kind of different functions and methods and stuff that you weren't that you didn't even know the existence of. Um, <clears throat> and then once you've submitted your answer, it runs it through a test uh, through a test script um, and if it comes back correct, then you can proceed on to the next Ooh. one. Um, and then once you've once you've got it correct as well, you can go and have a look at how other people have done it, and people vote them up. So like, I've been sitting there writing some stuff and like getting all smug with myself, like, oh yeah, I've like done this thing that was like really kind of pulling my hair out over. And I've got like I don't know seven or eight lines of code, and I'm like, yeah, this is really really efficient. This this does it really really well. And then you go and look at the results that someone else has done, and like someone else has done it in like fifteen characters. Oh, you hate <laughs> But it's really good because it, yeah, it, learning is really awesome. Yeah, and it uses elements of language, or they're using elements of language that I I'd never encountered before um and it's it's awesome yeah really really cool um so yeah i've been doing that um and freelance wise i've knocked off all my projects so i've got no freelance on the go at the moment which hey, is hey oh, that's brilliant. a good timing yeah, it's a good really, feeling really good. isn't it yeah so invoice for the, the final one about a week ago um still waiting for the invoices to be paid on the last two um but yeah it just feels nice to have free mm. time to, to not have to come home and, and not to yeah, to not have to come home and sit in front of the computer because invariably I do come home and I'll spend some time in front of the computer either learning or reading or just watching people fall off bikes on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I'm doing it because it's, it's kind of relaxing time rather than, oh, crap, I have to get back and I have to, have to do this. So, yeah, everything's, everything's going really, really good at the moment. So, uh, yeah, nice, nice run up to Christmas. Good yeah. stuff. Look forward to hearing about the new job and everything. Yeah, no, so, I look forward to, to kind of updating everyone about it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a yeah exciting time. Really, really kind of happy about it. What it's about good. you, Mister Mister Lazy Pants on the Dole Bud? <laughs> <laughs> That's my name. Um, yeah. How, how have you been? Yeah, not too bad actually. Still busy. Um, yeah, really busy. You know, um, but I've got what two weeks left at uni now till Christmas. So. Um, you know, it, like Fraser says, really kind of just clearing some um, stuff off my slate. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's not too bad. It's manageable. Um, got my assignment in for my uh, neural networks module last week. So that was... Wicked. Yeah, yeah. It felt good to get that out of the way. I'm not expecting many marks for that one, to be honest. But, uh, you know, it's, at least it's done and uh, yeah. keep cracking on. And, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's just it's keeping up. But uh, I was saying to Ed, like today, like the computer security module... It's just so interesting and like just so much stuff, you know, I didn't know about and uh but like today I know we've talked about lots on the 
podcasts and stuff, but they were talking like about the most popular like um, pin codes for your cards and stuff. And like the top one was like zero zero <laughs> zero zero. Oh. <laughs> the next one was like one two three four. I know it was like eight 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 eight. But then yeah. after that was like uh, your year of birth. I think it was like twenty five percent of people use that. Yeah, so yeah, many people right. use that. Insane, you know, and um, and then they were looking like Twitter passwords, like uh, uh, just amount of people have got like password, and it's just crazy. You've, how did you know my password? Yeah. <laughs> but we joke about these things. But honestly, more like, importantly, how do they know do. these passwords if they're if they're? You know, uh... I, I was thinking exactly the same thing. Do you know what I think it is? You know when they get a leaked uh, yeah. set of passwords, I reckon they do just run data, like yeah, process those, yeah, run yeah. stats over that maybe, yeah. Or they just ask people for their password. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're doing yeah. a survey. What is your password? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've never done this survey before. Yeah. Last yeah. time I... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, to digress crazy. slightly from that, I did hear mm. once that if you type your PIN number in at a bank machine back to front, then that's a yeah, way of alerting police, police or something. Yeah. That's I've got no crap. idea if that's... Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's one of those be. urban myths. Like, yeah. <laughs> You'd be oh, devastated, though, wouldn't you, if you believed that and you did it and nothing happened. Yeah. And you oh, sure no, got no, murdered no. anyway. ATM safety pin software is a software application that would allow users of automated teller machines to alert the police of a forced cash withdrawal by entering their personal identification number in reverse order. Ah. The system was patented by Illinois lawyer, blah, blah, blah. Contrary to why uh, circulated hoax, see below, the system is not implemented yeah. in ATM. if you had a symmetric pin? Then, that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, very that good. Very yeah. good yeah. All these people that have got eight 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 eight, police coming so, out all the time. A lot of police, <laughs> yeah. uh, confused police officers yeah. out and about all over the country. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, the other thing they were talking about today was like, um, like biometrics, and obviously, like all this stuff with like, like thumbprints and retina scans, all that kind of stuff. And it, it, it's just, it sounds really good, and people think, oh, this is the future, but it's actually, it's not really a workable solution because I didn't realise this but apparently some people are born without fingerprints really? yeah that yeah. is crazy again uh, unfortunate yeah <laughs> we're all looking at our hands we're all looking uh, at our hands but yeah and apparently some there's, there's like some like uh, cancer treatments that will remove your, your fingerprints as well as like a byproduct of it so you know stuff like that doesn't really work and, and retina I, there's just like loads of things that I didn't realise but I you know, like your fingerprints can change throughout your lifetime. Things like your voice can change, like depending on how much alcohol you've drunk and how much you've smoked in your life. Just everything is pretty unreliable, actually. And I think like, the latest things they're, they're doing is like using your veins in your hands because they're, really? they're unique and they don't really change. But again, I, I that's so weird. I've, yeah, and I think there's flaws in that system. And um, yeah, it's just all these t- technology really cool and RFID, like your your contactless cars. I know we talked about it like a few weeks ago in the podcast and stuff, but oh, yeah. that's because they only really have power when they they come close to a reader, and they only have a very very small amount of power. There's limits to like what the they can do with that, so it's very very quick kind of algorithms and stuff, and which means it's not very secure. And you know, like I said. That University of Newcastle, they they found huge flaws yeah, in it. So, yeah, that. so really, really, really interesting topic. And uh, I, encryption algorithms are really interesting. And and again, I've talked about it before, but basically, it's just you know, even if you've got these really great um, algorithms, you got this key, and you say it's a uh, symmetric algorithm. Then how do you pass this key securely without someone in the middle taking that key, and then suddenly got it? So things like RSA where you don't pass a key. It, I, it's mind blowing. But I think I put it on Twitter after putting the show notes, the video that I found it. 
it really makes it quite easy to understand even if you're not mathematically minded you don't really need to know the maths but you can kind of understand how it goes on so all that kind of stuff really really interesting but um yeah i don't know i'll go i just keep going and keep going and uh yeah just keep parenting uh building the house building the house how is the parenting going and the house building uh okay so the parenting um toby had his final set jabs today so yeah he has like three sets and uh that honestly (laughs) that's like a complete girl is just heartbreaking because obviously he just he'll just burst into tears since the needles go in and it's horrible Horrible. Does he know to, to recognise the needle and know that this is going to hurt, or is it just literally when it goes in? No, thankfully not. <laughs> I reckon next yeah. time we go, then yeah, he'll be aware. But um, yeah. at the moment, no, he's just completely unaware. Um, yeah, I did say to him, like, oh, we're taking you to Disneyland, which I felt a bit cruel afterwards. But um, yeah, he was all, he was all right. <laughs> already he's, lying to him. All yeah, good, already lying. Yeah, I'm already a bad dad. But um, <laughs> yeah, otherwise he's he's really good and he's just talking more and more. It's yeah, it's just insane and. Again, sorry, I keep banging on about it, but like, um, no, you know, go on. In my like neural networks module, we're talking about like how a baby can go from knowing nothing to being able to talk like within what a year, year and a half, and it's then insane, by isn't it? by the time they're about eleven, they can um, pretty much talk as well as we can. Pretty much, they, they've really mastered their language. Yeah, they can drink. Um, <laughs> yeah, they can drink. They can. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm massively <laughs> lagging behind then. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, how they go from that no knowledge to that is insane really when you think about it it's just absolutely incredible um, yeah but yeah they were talking about all the old theories and stuff and like you know back in the day they believed that there was like a little person in your head and that's how you know but then and that's how like he taught you from nothing to learning stuff but then it was like well who taught the little guy in your head and you know it, just, like how yeah, long ago are we talking, talking egg, like Victorian it? Victorian times or earlier than that? Uh, earlier than that, I think kind of like right. Plato times. I think that that sort of stuff. So, okay. and then there was like another theory that like you had these, I think like different liquids in your body, and that uh, it's you know it's really interesting. Like, 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 like lava theories. lamps, you know the lava yeah, lamps. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and just all this magic happened, but um, yeah, it's really, really, really interesting stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all good. Are you, still work, are you still PHP developing much now? Does that take up? Well, obviously, it's part of your day job, but yeah, is um, the day job as full on as the, co- the college work and stuff at the moment? Or probably, I, I've done very little programming. That's the crazy thing with my um, with my modules this year. The most programming I've done is uh, really stuff with Ubuntu and Apache, kind of um, learning those systems and obviously looking at the security flaws and how to guard against them, all that kind of stuff. So not really so much programming, I guess. Um, but yeah, in work, I am mainly mainly PHP. Yeah, that that is predominantly what I do. So yeah, it's still pretty how, my my core strength, I guess. How is the day job going? Day job's good. Um, I can't remember how much I said in the last podcast. So just stop me if I've already said all about this. But we we had like this server migration. Um, how did that, that was, go? <laughs> well, for professional reasons, I won't say too much, but uh, it was done really well then. That, yeah. yeah, I know, really well then. You, was, you don't need it. to say anything else. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know don't what? say more. It was really, really challenging. I didn't have actually much involvement with it. I had to fix a few things, but it was just loads of things that, to be fair to the people involved, like predicting them all is a bit of a nightmare. And um, there were certain things that went wrong, like with the. Uh, with the new setup, we went for the like latest version of PHP. Well, not the latest. We went for five point four, and um, uh, definitely not the latest. <laughs> yeah, 
later version of PHP. And yeah, uh, yeah some of the modules that we had, like we had the SSH module installed on the, on our old box, and we didn't on the new ones so that upset a load of things. The cron jobs that got migrated over, they were like paused on oh, the um, on the new yeah. one. So this one, he had a few issues there. Uh, yeah, a couple of things went, you know, not ideal. So, but... so what, what, why was the server migration needed? Was it just uh, get a new server, bigger server, better server? Exactly that, yeah. Just more power, more space, you know, like the usual jazz, really. Oh, so... I suppose, cause is it a dedicated server as well, then? It's so you can't, box, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can't just, like, say, Amazon instance, increase it more, please. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, we, we couldn't do that. So it's, you know, it's one of those things that you... You know, it's like formatting your own computer, isn't it? Really, you put it off, you put it off, but ultimately, you do you've it. Do it. You got yeah. to do it, and then things run faster and better. So, you know, yeah, it was all good, but it was a bit of a stressful few days. So, yeah, um, but the house, yeah, it's coming along nicely but slowly. So we've got a few like rooms plastered now, and yeah, hopefully next time you guys come down, it'll be, it will look very, very different. So, yeah, we were chatting the other day, and you were saying that there was still some yeah. stuff you needed to burn. So yeah, I'm, I'm keen, yeah. I'm keen to burn that. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Ed before about days and stuff. So I, I guess it's probably going to be after Christmas now. But yeah, me and Ed were saying we should organise a free devs Christmas day. Yes, <laughs> I was thinking what, maybe what would, that, what would that entail? Us doing a podcast in Christmas hats or getting <laughs> drunk? I think I was thinking Maidstone <laughs> again. Yeah, maybe doing Maidstone. Yeah. And uh, I know we always invite our listeners, but. You know, <laughs> they totally want to come. I, yeah. But do you think both? Do you think both of I'm them will want to come? Is coming. Yeah. Sorry, Lou. What was that? I said, do you think both of them will want to come? <laughs> well, my mum's definitely well, both million of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a good email, didn't we, Lou? I think. Oh, we had. Oh, we did. Yes. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll come back emails. to that. I'll okay. come back to that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, what's what's the what's the idea? Yeah, I was thinking maybe made soon and just going out for a few drinks or something. You know, we need a, oh, yeah. this is just, just that, or are you? Is this yeah. is this another let's uh, record when we're drunk thing that you guys all seem crazy <laughs> oh, no, keen on? No, this was just us going out for a drink. To be honest, we had an in-depth talk about alcohol and developing a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. that is. A, by the way, guys, have you all of you watched the trailer teaser trailer to Star Wars? Yes. No, yeah. I'm not bothered by Star Wars. <laughs> oh man, it is pretty cool. I thought the trailer Sorry, was guys, pretty <laughs> pretty rubbish, actually. <laughs> Well, it was a lot of hype for what it is, isn't it, really? Yeah. Oh, is that it? You're like, okay. Yeah, but I am very, very excited about it. Be a good laugh. A good laugh. Yeah, be a good crack, you know. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to the new Jurassic Park film. Yeah! Because that was like the the defining film of when I was a kid. I don't understand Jurassic Park. Why do they keep going back to the park? Why? Because they're idiots. They are, aren't they? It's like, oh! (laughs) Do you not remember? I know, it's like, if, if something bad happens at, like, Thorpe Park, and then you're like, yeah. okay, probably won't go there anymore. No, they're like, nah, let's just do it again. <laughs> so just to clarify. That's how you used to work at Thorpe Park. Did you? I used to work at Thorpe Park. Yeah, I worked there for two years when I was like 18. Really? Oh, oh, 18 wow. 20. Yeah. It was like the greatest job ever. <laughs> you just get to go on rides. Yeah. And the haunted house burnt down like just after I left. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> like, it, it I left, that's I the criminal record. Done. Yeah. Yeah, that's good yeah. times. Um, what? But yeah, if that blew up, then uh, no, one would, no one would go back there. <laughs> Just to clarify, or if some dinosaurs came along and killed everyone, <laughs> it's not a remake then. The uh, Jurassic Park, uh, it's, no, it's a brand new one. Yeah, because it's Jurassic World, isn't it? So what's like, think, the premise? Not only have they got a park, they've got a world. I don't, now. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's the same thing. Like, yeah, just grabbing oh, yeah, some yeah. money from the uh, the public around the, the world. They make like a hybrid dinosaur or something. I think I saw that in the trailer. Ah, 
and it okay. all, all goes wrong. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, they are good. Imagine good if it went right, that'd be a crappy film, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's just like, yeah. it's a slow ride around. The oh, park. A lovely day out at the theme park. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Well, right. I've had I've had um just literally had a, an idea for how to uh, carry out the rest of this show. Yeah, because okay. we obviously um we all come in with our own specific ideas and things that we maybe want to talk about, but right. inevitably certain things take longer to talk about than others, so we don't always get through them all. So why don't we first of all go around one by one and say what our topics are? And then we can decide equally, like which ones to discuss. Does that sound like a good idea? Because I've got yeah. I've got a few written down, and uh, if, yeah, should we do that? That sound. Sorry, can you hear me? Uh, my headphones just playing up. Uh, but go ahead, go. Okay, so the topics I have written down: um, uh, Gulp and Bauer, first of all, and then um, an issue I wanted to talk about with um, compressing and con- concatenating style sheets. Um, and then I've got um, a navigation issue where I, I wanted to paint a picture of a scenario that I'm having with you guys and see what you uh, what you would do because I'm struggling with that. <laughs> um, and then what else did I have? Talking about using content editable. Um, and then um, oh, actually the other things I had were thanking the people that sent in the email. So we'll do that anyway. So anyway, those yeah, are mine. Yeah, those are, definitely do that one because that <laughs> those are the, those are the topics I had. What about you, Ed? Uh, well, I've, I've really just got a couple of links that I can quickly go through. They're not really topics. Um, the, the one that was a, the capture, um, like, so a new Google capture is out, which really is quite awesome that it's not actually a capture like just text typing capture. It's now you just, it's able to work out if you're a human by the way that you click a checkbox or something wow. like that. Very cool. Uh, and then obviously the composer stuff that happened this week where people started hating on garbage collection and I don't know why, but it turns out that <laughs> the way they use, the way that a long process like uh, building up dependencies in, in composer, uh, it takes, it can actually take, uh, get considerably quicker if you do disable garbage collection. And that's just one of the means that PHP actually uses to handle memory. But yeah, people lose their, lose their shiz over certain things like that. Uh, and also a cool link that I've got is something called cssstats.com. And you actually can post in, uh, you, you, send, you, you put a link in it, and it will actually analyze the CSS to see how many selectors, et cetera, are on there, which is quite cool, like how that, how, like what the colors and palette and stuff. So it's really yeah. quite interesting. And finally, is just uh, Git Minutes, which is just a podcast that I've started listening to about Git, which is pretty awesome. Git Minutes, cool. I'll have to check that one out. Get, get, those, um, get those links down for the uh-huh. old uh, show notes afterwards. Cool. Fraser? Uh, well, the only things I was kind of thinking of talking about was uh, Gulp and Bauer. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to put it out there just in case anyone had any navigation issues they wanted to talk about. I was thinking we could talk about oh, those. Um, and then I was also thinking Man, that, see what you, uh, if see, anybody I wanted see. to discuss, if anybody wanted to discuss like concatenation, uh, concatenation, is that the right word, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, see, and modification gonna, gonna of CSS. Me, at least get it right. No, 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 no. Honestly, I just haven't got anything to talk about. So like your things sounded awesome to me because they're very oh, okay. front endy and, and uh, yeah, I've, I've not come with a specific agenda. I've literally got straight in from work. So Mr. yeah, Mr. apologies. I, okay. I really only had like a, well, can I just do a quick on the spot question? Like, yes. what does capture stand for? I, oh, it, I hate you. Oh. <laughs> it stands for a horrible user experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how to get people not wanting yeah. to use it, Completely avoidable. It's not uh, far off, actually. Person. Pillock. <laughs> wow. That. T. Are you all on Wikipedia right now? can't help anyone. Application. Per- completely avoidable. 
total pillock that can't help anyone or something like that. And I've probably got the letters wrong. <laughs> Ed is going to kill me because I literally just about to go on Wikipedia and realise my batteries have died on my keyboard. So, um, (laughs) Ed, can you remember? Uh, I I I quizzed Ed on this earlier. You Uh, can't remember because I can actually see the reflection of your computer screen in your glasses. So it's called called Completely Automated Public Turing Test to Tell Computers and Humans Apart. apart. Wow, they really made that. And then what does recapture stand for is... Doing it again. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I assume like RE doesn't seem to have anything fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Good oh, Turing test. I, just, I found <laughs> did, any you, oh, did any of you uh, watch the movie? No, I, you? I will do. It, yeah, I have, and it's all a bunch of lies, really. But it's a good movie. It's a good, but yeah, he, they did <laughs> yeah, just lie. Like, some of it is Hollywood. really embellished. Well, they, and, they, yeah, they make Hollywood. him sound like he was a war criminal, you know, yeah, but yeah. like not telling them that you know that thing he was. And yeah, they they did a lot of things that are wrong. But it was mm. a really nice movie, and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch the lead is awesome mm. and i don't really know why um what's her name was in it uh oh kira knightley she's she's a lovely looking girl don't know why she was in she it she certainly though. is yeah <laughs> she, but she didn't um it didn't really i didn't really know why she was in it like it wasn't really what happened yeah but anyway no it was, um, it was a good movie though sorry so is it a British film or is it American? yeah her, yeah so it turns out alan Turing was actually kira knightley <laughs> Awesome. Did not see that coming. I know what a spin. Uh, is it British or American that film? Uh, I think it's British. Uh, well, it's yeah. definitely a British cast and everything. And yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it is a really nice <coughs> film. Like, well done. Mm. Is that your dad? <laughs> no, I just Striking mentioned pilot shirt. everything over behind me. Sorry, oh, it's Ed's video. There was someone behind. Uh, oh, I saw my brother Lou. I had uh, one other topic. If people choose, but mm-hmm. I ju- I just wanted to ask you guys how you handle your uh, forgotten passwords or reset passwords. Plain but, text. <laughs> plain text, perfect. <laughs> Job done. Um, but yeah, so that was mine. So, in, well, t- in terms of what when, we, when we've made a login system or... Yeah, yeah. On your, oh, um, sorry guys, I've got two seconds. No worries. But talking on the subject of passwords, it is kind of like you brought up plain text passwords and it's quite scary, like... The number of times you'll sign up to a service and they'll yeah. send you an email with your password is da da da. You shouldn't be able to tell me that. Like, yeah, exactly. But I've got a, a frequent flyer card with with Virgin. I keep forgetting my um, my login thing for that. And like obviously, big company, like one of the biggest companies in the world. And then you do the forgotten password link, and it'll send you an email with your password in it. Now, in that is scary. Text. That and is, it is scary. And if you think how many how many people's information, like they're one of the biggest companies in the world, and then for them that to, and it's only a matter of time before that does get hacked. Yeah, it, that is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it is. It's, right, it's, yeah, sorry, I realised I'd locked Abby out of the house and she'd been banging on the door for the past five minutes with these headphones oh, on. No. Couldn't hear a thing. Couldn't hear a thing. So, so the not the only one in the doghouse tonight, then. Nope. I'll be right there with you. Okay. Be romantic. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. And sorry. On, the, on the same yeah. topic of, of passwords as well, with, with the same company but for a different one of their products. Like I've got a credit card with them. Um, like when I registered with the credit card thing, it said select an image. I didn't know what I was selecting the image for. And then, like it said, oh, put your mother's maiden name in. So I put mother's maiden name in now. And now, any time that I type in my username, it says, oh, can you confirm that this is the image you chose? And can you confirm oh, that this is yeah. your mother's maiden name? I'm like, like why? It, like it makes no sense whatsoever. There's no that someone else knows what the answer. Exactly. Yeah. So if anybody knows my username and they want to know my mum's. Uh, maiden name now they can go on there and they can immediately see what my mum's maiden name is which I've probably used on others like 
it just I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, that is, this, I always lie on those things. I never tell them the truth. I'm like, yeah. that's when I was made name, like Godzilla or something, you know. Um, really bad questions, aren't they? They are, oh, it's so personal. And, and, but I think it's because it's so that it stops phishing attacks, I think. Mm. So because they know that information, that only they will know it. Like other yeah. people, like other sites may not know it, so they can clone the website, make it look like the web, that one, but not so know. So it's give you peace of mind that you are looking you're, you're, you're okay, actually, right. But as kind of you say, sense. though, it is a bit... But then why use that sensitive information? I know, you? that's yeah. weird. Like I a think... picture I can understand, or like a memorable quote or something, yeah. but Location. not that. Yeah. Your yeah, it's shocking, yeah. This I've, I've said it like three times already, but like for this, a company the size of Virgin to have like password policies and security policies that poor, it's like mm. it's scary. Email doing a reset password and then getting your password back is oh, awful. shocking, yeah, is absolutely awful. Yeah. you know then that even if they encrypt it or whatever, they still there is a possibility of them being able to decrypt it. That's why yeah. one way, you know, hashing encryption, algorithms yeah. encryption is the only way. Exactly. Anyway, sorry, Mick, you were going to say like something. You actually started off the combo. We've kind of hijacked it. Uh, well, yeah, I just wanted to know how you guys do it really, and do you think it's safe and yeah, I... I've got a, I've got a system that I th- that I think's pretty good. Okay, go when, for it. When I do it, so when um when it, when anyone registers uh, through the site, I have there's like an a, an active field in the database, which is um one active or zero inactive. Yeah. And um whenever the, and then they sign up and they get an email sent to them that's just got a random string that's also stored in the database, so that when they do that first login, it checks for that, um and then if it finds that it's got the user the um the unique code as well as their obviously their correct username and password, then um, then it makes them active and it signs them in for the first time. And then basically, yeah, for the forgotten password, I, I, it goes through that all over again. So as soon as they request that forgotten password, they get set to inactive again so that they have they have right. to go back through their email. Yep. So that's the way I do You send it. them an email uh, with, what, a link? Yeah. And then they click on that link. What do you put in that link? The link it has a link to the login page, but it also has their their unique random string okay. um, concatenated on the end. Yeah, is that how everyone else does it? Um, yeah, that's how I would. Do You're going to tell me that this is really bad now, aren't you? And no, not at all. I, no, because it does leave it. Yeah, because I guess it's how do you do it without leaving it wide open to abuse from other people? Like even if they like, like you say, it it makes their account inactive until they go through that process. Yeah. But then what's to stop like Michael going on to? some website pretending to be you filling in the forgotten password and then it, it, it's kind of it, in, it interrupts your experience yeah, your so experience it's it. yeah uh, yeah, yeah. I, I well i'll put my cards on the table i do it exactly the same way as you do lou but i just wondered if it is open to brute force attack I, uh well i mean the only thing is is like if someone tries to you know protect know that key yeah. But they have to know your email address, and then they also have to know that key, don't they, to be able to reset their password. Mm. But then, like, I suppose what you could do is then have it a simple case of just, you know, like if someone tries to attempt to try and reset someone's password, you know, Too like with times. a different key. Yeah, like just knock it out for 30 minutes or something. Yeah. And yeah. that that will halt it, really, because that, the second be you stop good. putting... Yeah. No, but that's yeah. the thing. I think that's that's the second step that you need to put in. I, don't, I haven't really done that. It just got me thinking the other day, but I think you probably do need that to make it Safe, yeah. a safe. That's the thing possible, because I guess yeah. if if somebody knows what length of character, like if you're always going to send them sixteen random digits, then I guess it, it makes yeah. it narrows it, a, a brute force attack down for them because they know they only have to target sixteen digit attempts. And exactly, I think you know if a, you know if there was a bot just and it knew the forgotten password link and it knew some email addresses, then 
I guess brute force could, but then if you if your string was maybe sixteen characters, I think that's probably pretty mm. safe. Actually, I guess. Oh yeah. I just wondered what you guys did, but I do exactly the same, so it's you know reassuring to know. But I just want to check. And, and I and I fully reset the password with a random password as well. Yeah. Rather yeah, than yeah. keeping the password to say, and and yeah. and obviously I don't send the literal password in the in the thing because I do things properly and I don't know what those passwords <laughs> are. So. Richard yeah. Branson. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Richard's fault. Overrated. Yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah, that's all I had. So. Okay, cool. Well, I, I actually have four links before we go on to the uh, Three links, sorry. The first one, I've been doing a lot of uh, front-end stuff this week. The first one is Sprite Cow, which I, I put a tweet about. Oh, yeah, that was, was cool. I like that one. Yeah, do you guys yeah, use one image one sprites? Or do you just uh, do the old clip it up, save each, in, each image individually and all that stuff? No, I use sprites. Um, I've never used a service to build them. I just kind of whack them all onto a, a PNG and extend the canvas as I need to when I when I go along. But that thing that you said around looks looks pretty awesome, to be honest. Yeah, well, it's just it's just you just literally drag a cursor around it and it tells you exactly what the position is yeah. on the sprite, so you don't have to do all that messing around. Yeah, it's awesome. So man. It saves the saves the trick there. And then um, the other one, just uh, probably useful for for backend devs that don't really do much in the design stuff, but. Rather than using just like solid colors for backgrounds and things like that, I found noisetexturegenerator.com and stripegenerator.com. Just little nice, easy, you know, like the CSS3 generator things you can get that, you know, just pro- just create these nice bits for you. I just, nice. I'll put, I'll, um, I'll put some links to that. But yeah, so that, those are the, the actual links that I had. But yeah, so awesome. which, um, Oh, and also we should we should thank the guys that emailed in, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. we absolutely should. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Burrell again from um, who we mentioned last week, who sent us first email in. Thanks, Jimmy. He's um, he's very kindly followed up his original email where he said about um, using SSL with DigitalOcean, and he's he's emailed us with his Apache configuration, which I I haven't had a proper chance to have a look at yet, but I will I will do that in due course. So thanks again, Jimmy, and um, glad to, uh, I think he put another tweet out saying he was enjoying the show. So. That's that's all good. And then um, we had another brilliant email from a guy called Eric Bishard. Did you guys see it? Yes, I did. That yes, was awesome. That, that one was really cool. Yeah, I, really nice. I did have the a guy in, in Florida. Back to him, but yeah, the guy from Florida. Yeah, yeah, really nice Im- email. Did um did any of you guys have a look at the the blog post that he put in it? I no, did. I didn't. I actually. have it open in front of me right now. In fact, perfect. I, I just thought it's quite an interesting. I thought maybe we'd give it a little bit of a readout, and he's got some interesting. Um, some interesting kind of ideas in it about it's about listening to podcasts mainly and the fact that you know the podcasts he listens to um that aren't, aren't based around the stack that he uses so i must admit a lot of the ones that i do are but i should probably open my eyes to these uh these other ones like dot net rocks and those things that are supposed to be really good because i suppose even, even if you're not actively using those things it's uh, you're always going to learn from anyone yeah different different languages different uh, stacks you can definitely learn something and take it back to your day job yeah, yeah, yeah. Software exactly. craftsmanship is software craftsmanship, whatever language yeah. you do, I think. Uh, I really like .NET Rocks. Yeah. I think it's a great show. But he's um he's put he's given us a nice little review in this blog post uh, saying uh, uh the description of our show notes, weekly discussion podcast on all things web development. Topics range from developer daily life, PHP, framework testing, good software design and our experiences from many other programming languages. Uh he says this is pretty accurate, and I'd say the show is more up my alley these days than when it when it first started. When he first started listening back through episodes one to ten, oh, I can yeah. kind of I can I can I can get where he's coming from there. I think we may yeah. be 
you know, we're still trying to, you still want to appeal to beginner podcast, uh, beginner PHP developers and stuff, you know, yeah. people that are getting out. But I think the, the the angle we try and come out with that now is just we try and just talk in English, don't we, rather than, yeah. we, yeah. we, you know, and as, as you said, you know, there's only a certain number of shows that you can do where you're still on the basics of things. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, Pog, I mean, that was another thing we kind of realised, like, yeah, it's good to have the educational elements in a podcast, but also ultimately, you know, we want to try and make it entertaining and enjoyable to listen to. So it's, you know, good to talk about what we're doing on a daily basis and the kind yeah, of things. Yeah, just like general developer across. life, I guess, as well, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And that's the good thing about it. Like the Ramble podcast that we do, we, we've always got stuff to talk about because stuff always crops up on a on a weekly basis. There's always there's always something. So, yeah. you know, we haven't really focused on a particular topic for quite a few of our shows now have we so but it's a really good article he's written isn't it really yeah it's really good it's fantastic rather than spoil it for everyone listening we'll put a link to it so i quite like to plug anything that you know the people that bother to to contact us it's always good for us to give something back to them so yeah stick stick the link for that in so so yeah so i mean it seems to be i mean we seem to be getting a bit more feedback last few days and i think the current format of going with the flow seems to be working well because inevitably, majority of things crop up anyway, and we touch on various things anyway throughout. Yeah, the... no, I agree with that. Yeah, my yeah. head. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, agree. absolutely. Yeah, cool. It's awesome. But we're we're always uh, yeah we're always open to suggestions of things that you want us to to mention about. Two things. I mean, one thing that I'm I'm really excited about using now this week is is gulp, is gulp and Bower. We talked about Gulp a few weeks ago, but Bower, Fraser, you've I've never used, used Bower actually. No, <laughs> it's it's one thing that I was actually kind of glancing over this week because it's one of the things that, that keeps cropping up that I've not, yeah, not had a, a look at yet. But it's you know what from it what I understand, it's just a, a dependency manager, is it? Exactly, it's it's exactly that. But why aren't we using it? Why are we uh, why are we installing packages manually every single time we need them yeah. rather than just having this package.json file that that does it all? And how and simple is the is the JSON file? Do you literally just specify? packages by name and then it, it knows where they are from talk about talk amongst yourself just for a couple of minutes and i'll, I'll get one in front of me that i've been okay. using you know what you ask why we're not doing this i my answer to that would be i think someone i saw someone put on twitter like saying setup process in 1995 um <laughs> add jquery go and then like not even like, at jquery was it yeah not even that yeah. Like, it was like fire up notepad and, exactly. then, off you go. Yeah. and then it's like set up process um you know 2014 install bower install yeah. you know oh, in, add this add that and you know he's joking obviously i'm sure he sees the positives of it but you can see the point actually that yeah. sometimes things get more just confused crazy um, abstraction upon abstraction upon abstraction yeah yeah Awesome. And Lewis, you've used um, RequireJS and Bower now, I guess. So, what what are the differences between RequireJS, or do they fit different needs? I haven't used Require. I'm not really oh, okay. too sure Sorry, on I that one. You, I, so, you'd use require I could I could chime in on that. So, RequireJS, okay. what that does is instead of um, so the the whole problem is obviously when you have loads of different libraries and stuff, it's knowing which yep. ones you've actually got around. Uh, you know, because sometimes you know you may de- you may depend on jQuery, you may depend yep. on jQuery validation as well. What RequireJS does says that you know I require jQuery and I require jQuery validation before mm-hmm. you do this said function or this said bit of action, this said okay. action. So that's what it does. It just says it's just a requirement kind of. Uh, yeah, it, it allows right. it allows you to know safely that anything that you when we want to use it, you'll, it will be automatically loaded then in okay. at that time. Um, yeah. 
And can I quickly just just uh, one, one thing? I, I just put in the show note, uh, not show in the Skype window, um, a book uh, on LeanPub, uh, DDD and PHP, uh, domain driven design in PHP. And um, it's a bit of a self promotional plug, but oh, it's also for, uh, so a person at my work, Kayvan, and a couple of his friends are actually writing a book on domain driven oh, design awesome. in PHP. And um, unfortunately, uh, I'm fortunately be able to like contribute by just helping out with some of the English stuff and everything. Awesome. So. Yeah, so I'm starting looking into you know writing books and stuff, which is pretty fun. So yeah. put that in the show notes. Have you got one on the the back burner that you're thinking of writing? Uh, I not personally, no. No, I think I think I, I quite like uh, refactoring someone else's writing, but doing right. my own writing is a pain, pain, yeah. pain. Well, I'd buy it if you did. Thank you, sir. You're too kind. <laughs> or, or torrent it. You know, we all yeah, know. torrent it. For, see if it was available for torrent. If not, yeah. then I'd probably have to buy it out of guilt. <laughs> and, and hope that I'd give you a freebie or something before I. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. No, okay. <laughs> cool. Right. So coming back to Bower. Yeah. So the process. The process with me, literally. So first of all, you you install it globally, like um like you would anything else. So, um, Bower. Oh, I can't even remember the instruction off the top of my head, but you know your dash G. And it does all of that stuff, yep. installs it, and then you just go into your project. And the easiest way, if you're starting from scratch, is just to do Bower in it, and it yep. and it then gives you a few things, and it will create this Bower.json file. Okay. And then I guess the easiest thing to do when it's the first time out that you're using it, just to literally install the packages manually, like Bower install jQuery and Bower install Bootstrap or whatever. Okay. <clears throat> but if you if you put um, oh, save dev is on the um, is on um, Gulp, isn't it? I think it's dash capital S. And yep. then um, if you do that on the end, it saves all those into your um, into your Bower.json file. Okay, so you don't need to populate the, so, the JSON file yourself. Yeah, no, exactly. So if you awesome. do it that way, it does it. And then you've obviously got that that you can use use other times. So yep. And then, yeah, just Bower install once you've got all the... If, you, if, you, if you've got the um, Bower.json file already built up with your dependencies, then, yeah, just Bower yep. install. It's, like, it's just like using Composer, but front end. Okay, cool. So just like a really... So rather than having to go to jQuery.com, download jQuery, and then go to bootstrap.com or, or then, you know, get, bootstrap. Yeah, cloning download. all your Git repositories that you want yeah. to use. It, you know, you just it's just a central place. It was, it's so exactly does it incorporate those as as Git Git clones, or does it just download the download the files? No, I'm not, I'm not even sure, but you don't even really have to worry about it because you can just do Bower update, and I think it does. I think yep. it, I think it I think it grabs them as Git Git repositories or wherever yep. they wherever they're from. What do you so, call them in uh, Git? Because in SVN it's external, isn't it? When you, is that correct, Ed? Uh, what? So a Git? You, like yeah, a, when you pull in like a library or something from somewhere else that you're not actively oh, working so, on. Oh, uh, so old school way of submodules. Is right. How okay. You have a submodule, oh, yeah. but yeah, normally you just call it another Git repo, just like a right, okay. third-party Git repo dependency. Yeah, yeah. Because my first, my first kind of foray into version control was using SVN, and it was yeah. They always used to call those externals and externals. yeah. Yeah, and, watch uh, out for the externals. Yeah, I still, I still need to get a proper grasp of Git. I'm, I'm using it, but it's, yeah, it's still. still right, it's nice. Does your new nicer. place, does your new place uh, use it? I'm not sure. To me, I think they probably would. Yeah, because uh, they seem to be quite forward thinking, and they, they, they kind of said that we're always looking to use the newest technologies and stuff. So, awesome. uh, I'd be surprised if they didn't. But yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be good. I hope I get a Mac as well. That'd be sweet. That yeah. not, nice. not like a personal. I hope I get to use one in the office. Yeah, you know. And get a personal one. That would be even better. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah, so coming coming back to um to using to using this stuff, one of the things I have I, I mentioned about the topic of um compressing and concatenating your files, which obviously yes. everyone kinda needs to do, don't they? Yep. So 
an issue that I came across this week is that I was using Gulp to um, to go through basically all the CSS files that I had in a directory, compress those, and then concatenate them into one file. Yep. So there's obviously less HTTP requests and all that stuff going on there. But then um, I, re- I I then decided to try and do it with um, with all the package CSS files that I downloaded through Bower. Right. But then yep. obviously certain ones of those have file paths associated to images and stuff like that. Yes. So um, I then thought, ah, well, there's 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 an issue, and uh, and I just wondered if I'm assuming that's not something that can be dealt with. It's just it's, I don't, yeah, it's it, these things that... are all in the package, and they kind of need to stay where they are to be to be. Thankfully, the majority of the time they come shipped with a minified file, but yep. you still want to be concatenating them ideally, I guess. But that is yeah. the problem I found with um, yeah with like something like Bower is that you know you have them split out and then you need to concatenate. So I think you like with Gulp or something, you'd have a build process that then. Does that when you want to? Yeah, like does all it all and then produces them like an artifact that you can then upload when you need to. Yeah, this is where I'm wondering whether these hardcore. Sorry. Yeah, it's good because it'd be a tricky script to write as well, wouldn't it? Because if if the the library or the 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 plugin or something that you're using is using images in different directions, like one might call it IMG and one might call it images for where it keeps its images. So it's obviously getting. You're going to have to know kind of beforehand what how they. Exactly. Yeah. And then kind of allow allow for that, but yeah, it's a, a funny one. I would imagine it's some, some of these hardcore things like Yeoman. Yeoman seems to be the Yeoman, I haven't looked yeah. at it greatly, but it seems to be the thing that does everything. So rather than using Gulp and Bower or whatever else, or even I think Grunt and Gulp must be quite similar. But I think I think Yeoman. Yeah, are, yeah. Basically, once I get my head once I get my head around it, that probably just does everything. So I'll probably end up using that eventually. Yeah. But I, I mean, you guys used Yeoman. I used it a little bit. Um, just a lot for, of articles about it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that it sets up. It's good to like for front end. I mean, because I, I don't work on much kind of front endy stuff. I mean, what I now use, we want to move to use something like Gold, but we currently use just Symphony's built-in asset manager, which is quite nice because what it does is it allows you, it automatically concatenates them when you want to be in production. So you'll be able to use them as a when you know, like JavaScript files all on their own. And then it would do the hard work of actually concatenating them and then building an artifact that you could then just push to your live server when you need it. Yeah. Um, because I think that's the thing, like asset management and stuff is a pain and it's it's good if you can get like away from you having to deal with it. You shouldn't have to be like, you know, building, you know, uh, like, you know, all these artifacts yourself. You should just get someone else to do it. Yeah, Absolutely. Silly. Very quiet. Mike, do you use any of these or you, you're more back end, aren't you? Put all my JavaScript CSS in one file and then just move job, someone else's problem. I don't think it's such an issue with JavaScript files because I, right. I guess you don't, it's, it's not quite so, but with, with CSS and the various yeah, things yeah. that that needs. And yeah, stuff I like agree. That. On a serious note, um, I think like Edward's just saying, really, I just, I kind of realize now that it's such a big area that I just tend to leave front-end guys to it and I don't really step on their toes too much I, I just trust that they know the best things the only thing I would say in my experience is I have worked on projects where two people have used two different things and oh, that's God. caused chaos and yeah. it's like there's no rule that says which one the company officially uses you we, we do, do you have, leave do you have any that coding standards or any guidelines or do you just let other let people kind of do as, as and what well, they want I think the thing is if you say all oh, right we're just using um grunt then that's very close-minded then, isn't it? Like, Because then once the next thing comes along and that's better, you know what I, I mean? I think it's, like, I think it's are... okay. I think it's okay and, and as long as you say, look, if you can find, tell me why you know another thing is better, 
then mm. we'll move to that, you know. But I do think having a standard is quite good. Like, yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I guess, like, you know, when we all worked together, like, um, our boss was pretty flexible and said, I, I don't mind what framework you use, you know, as long as it builds a good site. Um, mm, yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting debate, isn't it? But um, It is, yeah, because I guess even as far as um, you introduced Ed at the place where we all worked together, less. Um, I believe that mm. was you. Was that you, Michael, that introduced that? I, I think was it was it? Mickey B. Mickey okay, oh, yeah, Mickey, yeah. Sorry, sorry to, to wrongly attribute that. But, but yeah, no, absolutely fantastic tool. Mm. I, I love writing in less, and I do all my work in, in less. Yeah. And I'm then a SAS a... man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not having a play with, with SAS, but from what I understand, it's, it's pretty similar. Um, I think they are. But, I don't think there's a line in it, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the, the, the situation where... Like if if you or, or me or one of you guys kind of sits there and it says, okay, well this this project's been done mainly in less and sits there and it's the, it's the lesson, also you compile it and it outputs the CSS. What then happens when the director who's not familiar with with less or one of the yeah. other developers who doesn't use less then says, oh, okay, I need to make a quick change to this website, completely unaware of what less is or the existence of less, and then sits there and makes a change with CSS. Then two weeks down the line, you have to go in and make another change. You do it in the less because that's what you're used to, and then. You compile it, yeah. Gone. All his stuff yeah. is done. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely issue a, with I running guess, a gold tasks as well. I hundred percent yeah. agree. That's such a great point. And I sometimes, obviously, I'm not looking at it right now. But when you look at job description that says, "Oh, someone who knows Grunt Bauer," and, and <laughs> just this huge list, you think, "Oh, it's almost a bit unfair, really, that you are expected to know everything." Like, because in an ideal world, I would like to specialize in knowing this, this, and that. Yeah. Uh, but the list is getting bigger and bigger. The expectations. Oh yeah, but I think is... I think a lot of the time those job descriptions are put together by recruiters, right. recruiters anyway. So they yeah. can say, "Oh, front end. Like, what do we yeah, need for flight?" Like, They'll get in touch with the company the... saying, "Are you looking for staff?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're looking for a front ender." Yeah, and they're like, "All oh, right, shit. Okay, front. I'm sorry, front end." And yeah. then they sit there and like type in front end, and it's like, "Okay, well, SAS, less like <laughs> grunt, gulp, node, like all know, the like, buzzwords, every yeah, buzzword possible." Exactly. And you yeah. find out they just use like ASP.NET. Exactly. Yeah. Classic ASP, and that's it. And it's like, oh, okay. Can and I... they still forward three CVs that from people that run <laughs> yeah. use Microsoft Word, and that's it. <laughs> I got well, I got one from a recruitment consultant the other day, literally saying, "Dear, insert applicant name." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, painful. Uh, I just segue. And, and the recruit and a recruiter um, sent an email to my work address, which is appalling. I had a phone call to my work address from a recruiter. Did I, did I mention that to you? I've had that. Oh, I think you did, yeah, when we were at the yeah, other week. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. related to the fact that I'm moving jobs or anything. It was like they, they'd mm. seen me on LinkedIn, and obviously they've seen web developers, so they get in touch with every web developer they come across on LinkedIn. They got so I don't have a phone number on there. It, so they, they? Oh, yeah. completely, yeah. yeah. So I got the, uh, the the PA, to not my PA, like the boss's PA, like says, oh, I've got such and such on the phone from such and such a company. I was like, I've never heard of this person. Mm. And I answer the phone, and it's like, Oh yeah, I just wondering, are you currently looking for oh, for a new job? God. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, like, I appreciate you um, asking me if I'm interested in a new job, but I'm just with my boss. Could I call you back? Yeah, yeah. Or, uh... this is awkward. But it's right. it's just the the cheek of them. Like, oh, man. Yeah. they don't care. I mean, they're no, just they looking to get numbers. The, up. In a lot of ways, they're the worst kind of salesman going. Yeah, yeah, you're just the scum of the earth. Yeah, I just wanted to make a point just very quickly because it kind of. It's kind of links about what we were just saying. It's not a like a tool like Grunt is or something like that. But I don't know if you saw like uh, RBS were in trouble again the other week with like their cash machines not working and stuff. And, Ooh, and allegedly it was another sort of system built in Fortran, and and they just don't have the programmers who know Fortran. Oh and my they, days! They're kind of like playing with something like, oh, please don't break, please don't break. They don't have the Fortran developer, but they can't turn those systems off because, because they're, they're so yeah. important. Yeah, and. Um, 
I just that's a crazy situation. Uh, which is actually one of the reasons why I think Java will be around for a long, long time. But um, yeah, but yeah, it just kind of illustrates the point you were saying. Like, if you've got someone who loves Grunt and then they leave the company and no one else knows it, it's yeah, they're they're huge problems, aren't they? Not something that we can answer in the podcast, but they are huge, huge issues, really. Oh, massively, yeah, yeah. Good yeah, thing is, I mean, like... there isn't a massive amount that that you necessarily have to know, except that. This this gulp file is in place. Just run gulp. Don't worry about it. Just do it. Yeah. If if you if you're sensible with it, I suppose it depends yeah. what you're trying to do in those tasks. But yeah, yeah. yeah. The one that the one that watches everything, as long as that one's working properly. Yeah. That's that's the what that's yeah. the one that can majorly break things. I would think. Yeah. Or the or the lack of running it. Yeah. Yeah. That is the thing. I think with with everything going on with the front end at the moment as well, like because there's so much new stuff coming out all the time, and like have you seen all the kind of the the uproar about Angular recently? No. Like because obviously Angular was was getting away from the pack of of obviously like Ember and Backbone. Yeah, it became like quite a big thing, didn't it? That's mm. the thing. Yeah, and it was the one that everyone was like, okay, well it's backed by Google, so this is going to be the one we're going to learn. So everyone like threw all their all their resources into learning that, and then they've put out all these apps like built solely in Angular, and then. Um, they they announced I think it was about a month ago or six weeks ago or something or some some small amount of time ago I don't know how exactly how long ago it was they were just oh yeah we're writing Angular two and it's going to be very it's going to be completely backwards incompatible oh damn. so like, everyone's like completely different yeah so this is like kind of really stirred the pot because a lot of people are saying well and, and rightly so like why should we even bother learning any of these frameworks if if the one that we'd kind of threw all our resources into and had the most faith in they're all of a sudden like not kicking us in the teeth, but it's like all these people that have dedicated so much learning time to this one technology that they're now saying, "Oh, in a year's time, when we release Angular two, like yeah, you're gonna have to relearn it all again." So yeah, so yeah, of yours, you've picked the wrong one, and yeah. and I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic product. But then, how then are they going to gain the trust to get people to to adopt Angular two when, like, eighteen months after Angular one, they're now or two years, two and a half years after Angular one. It's kind of they're, they're releasing a completely new thing that you're going to have to relearn everything. Yeah, there's there's it's, been similar comparisons with PHP frameworks as well, though, isn't there? I'm not, not yeah. going to name any in particular, but I, I mean, it's not even that. I suppose it's any technology. Mm. It's about, I mean, True. If if it's constantly constantly upgrading, and then suddenly you yeah. yeah, like if you're moving on from version one to version two, but version two is totally different. Yeah. Then what do you do? do you, yeah. Do you, this is a problem that, that I realize a lot now, like with anything like you want to, all the projects that you're working on, you want them to have the latest technologies in and you want to constantly be like upgrading your code yeah. on them. But the moment you do that, suddenly you find yourself bug fixing left, right and center. Yeah. So do you just kind of leave a project where it is for, for time and then like the next project you get to start using new stuff or yeah, because every every time I try and like even the things I'm working on, if I've just like put updates into some of my classes or something like that, that or done a bit of refactoring, it inevitably like introduces bugs into other projects that are using the same code base but hadn't been upgraded to my kind yep. of latest. It's a it's a constant battle, and then, oh, it yeah. is, yeah. And I guess it just kind of highlights the importance of knowing knowing the basics and knowing the fundamentals, like knowing Absolutely. PHP and knowing JavaScript rather than going straight in and learning like Laravel or going straight in and learning Codeigniter or going in and learning Angular like as long as you know JavaScript and then you can pick up you can pick up the newest frameworks and if you know PHP you can pick up the newest frameworks in, in PHP and, and everything like that so I think it's it kind of I don't know maybe it's it's something that we as web developers should kind of be leaning more on because there, there is a kind of a big 
oh, wow, look at this fancy new thing. Let's all jump on this. No, let's not jump on this. Let's use it cautiously, but yeah. essentially yeah. like build your skills in the basics and then you can work in whatever you want. Absolutely. It seems um, it seems to be a good stopping point there. We've um, we've yeah. covered some interesting stuff, which I'm sure yeah. we can carry on discussing next week. Absolutely. But I, think, um, yeah. I think we're all kind of running out of time here. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. It's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure as usual. Yeah, it's been indeed. Thanks for uh, thanks Absolutely. for hosting, Lee. Yes. Nice job. Great. Great host. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, uh, sorry for my unusual <laughs> entrance. I look forward to hearing that. Hearing that back. <laughs> that was so, good, uh, man. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna clip it out for a, a sound clip as long as we can play it every episode. We can oh, replace brilliant. the intro, yeah, because we need a new intro. Yeah, anyway, we do. Because we really we're not specified. Obviously, we're catering for beginners still, but we're not yeah, we really solely beginners. To, so yeah, we do need well, to change that. I'll re-record mm. it and I'll do it properly. Yeah. <laughs> we can auto tune it as well and put like some rap music in the yeah. background, and we can be like hip with the kids. Oh, awesome. yeah. <laughs> all right, then, guys. Well, have, have a all good right. rest of the week, and right. um, yeah. I will. Well, we'll all we'll all hook up again soon. Cheers to everyone listening and. Yep. Comments welcome as always, and we'll speak to you all next time. See you later, guys. Cheers. Bye, Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Three Devs and a Maybe. You can contact us at contact at three devs and a maybe dot com or follow us on Twitter at the number three devs and a maybe.